What do we got going on for today's top stories? Well, officials have released 911 calls from the moment the small jet crashed Friday on I-75 while trying to land at the Naples airport. The pilot and co-pilot on the Bombardier Challenger 600 died in the crash. Three others survived. So one of the people who called dispatchers claims that the plane hit her car. Hello. Where County 911. What is the address of your emergency? We're, we're on the, on 70. Is it about 70? the jet that crashed? Yes, and they hit our car, and we're, the whole back of the car was gone. Are you we're injured? In huh? No, we're Are not you injured? injured? Where exactly no, we're are not you? Injured. I don't know where we're exactly. We're right by, it says, uh, Naples, right past the plane. We're, we're where the flames are, where there's a giant explosion on uh, I-75. Yeah, in the, car, in the car that's like half cut off <laughs> yeah. in the back. But <laughs> I, I can see how that happened because we saw the video the other day of yeah. the plane from the dash cam. And it definitely makes sense that that plane, it kind of clipped that the, the right lane before it crashed into the wall. Right. So. Yeah, and meanwhile, she's calling up, uh, no problem, I'm fine. You know, I just got half a car. But, you know, uh, there's this plane crash. And she, that 911 operator must have been getting a lot of calls because she's like, are you calling about the plane? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We well, know, we're aware. Well, here are a couple of more callers, and these were the uh, folks who were among the first to let dispatchers mm. know. Oh, okay. what kind we of just plane? saw it come down in what flames, kind of plane? and now there's smoke. Like a private jet. Okay. Uh, I don't see any other cars. Uh, it looked like the jet hit and it's engulfed in flames right now we're driving up towards it we're about 75 yards away driving northbound and i don't see any other cars like we're hit or anything and i'm assuming it landed on i-75 right yes yes a plane crashed a jet southbound on i-75 south of pine ridge road okay um do you have any information on it no i just went over the top i mean i'm sitting here looking at it. it's burning on the interstate it's a leer it's a jet I-75 southbound south of Pine Ridge Road. Okay. okay? Yes. yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, that would have been my response. Do you have any information on it? No, it just flew right overhead and it crashed. And yeah. it's right okay. in front of me burning up. Yeah, yeah. goodbye. Have yeah. a nice day. You know, it's it's amazing to hear some of these folks, you know, who, the, you know, we saw the video. But these were people who saw it for real. Right. You know, it went over them. They're actually pretty calm, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. And they were able to uh, actually stop and, you know, take a look at what was going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, just imagine, you know, this, this situation and how things might have been different had it actually landed on the interstate because, you know, oh, yeah. with the traffic you have on 75, the potential for more injuries of people on the ground were there. But of course, you know, things didn't end well for the pilot because no. they went straight head on into a wall. Right. That was the thing. If it had landed on 75, uh, you would have had all those cars that would have been at risk. And you wonder if the pilot was trying to avoid that. But then in doing that, ended up going into the wall that led to the explosion that uh, led to two lives lost. But three people, I still can't believe three people managed to walk away from that. Yeah, it really is incredible. It's unreal. Yeah, it's hard to say what the pilot could or could not have done when you have engine failure. Yeah. You know, obviously they have some ability to, to control the plane, but it's limited. So it's not even clear if they would have had the choice to land on the interstate or not. And how does that work for that uh, first couple? Uh, is that covered through insurance if a uh, plane kind of lands on top of your car and cuts half of it off? Like... You yeah. never know. Is that a surcharge now? You got to pay extra for like plane insurance. Yeah. Does your premium go up? Yeah. What's, what's the deductible on that? Right. You know, car in half. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like just driving along. You know, minding yeah. your own business, and then there's like this loud noise, and you're like sitting outside your car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of imagine it like in a TV, you know, where the cars are, where it's just open in the back and you're right. looking out like I've got no car left. Uh, <laughs> luckily, they were okay. 
Uh, yes. And it's, again, uh, it's amazing three people walked away and not more people were injured or killed uh, in that in that yeah, crash. Yeah, and obviously the investigation continues into exactly what led to the right. crash in the first place. So a Florida House panel approved a bill that would require educators to teach the history of communism in public schools. If passed, the law would mandate lessons on increasing threats of communism in the U.S. and our allies. And then throughout the 20th century, such as the uh, Cultural Revolution and the People's Republic of China, you know, the Red Revolution in mm-hmm. Russia, uh, killings in communist regimes, Cuba, places right. like that. It would also implement, unclear if they have to have a teaching background or if they're just people who don't like communists. We were talking about this the other day, and the point that we were making was it was unclear as to how early this would all start if, you know, instead of... Uh, Dr. Seuss kindergartners would be reading Karl Marx. You know, we mm. didn't, we didn't know if, if that was how this was going to go. And we got reaction from a listener. Yes, she said, it says age appropriate. Children need to learn about how communism is not good, but you oppose this communist sympathetic. Well, I just want to, uh, you know, be straight with the audience. Yes, this is a communist show. Uh, we, we are, we are a hundred percent, uh, communists, communists here. Yes. So that's what you're getting. Uh, in well, fact, we have, we have Karl Marx Mondays. Uh, yes, we're card carrying uh, members of the communist party. Yeah. yeah uh, that's kind of where we lean here. Um, it's interesting though. I mean, here we go again with the legislature getting directly involved with the, you know, the, the rules in the schools. In particular, you know, communism in this case, the other year was don't say gay. You know, it's, it seems like they, they have a very specific agenda on what they want uh, students to learn. Well, clearly now, education is no longer going to be handled as much at the local level. This is now uh, a state issue. They're taking control and, 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 you know, telling all the school districts this is how we're going to operate. Which Look, they're fully qualified to do. Right? Well, so. I have no problem. Hey, I think teaching kids about communism and the dangers of it, the horrors of it, I think that's a good thing. Were they not um, doing later, that before? Not in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, not, not in kindergarten. I mean, so they uh, didn't teach about this at all before? I have no I mean, what, idea. What do they teach in these classes? I don't know what they teach, to be honest with you. It's I been mean, a while. Like, the younger kids, though, they need there. to learn how to read and write. The test scores in some of these schools are absolutely horrible. Like, let's focus on that. Right, no. They're they're done uh, reading Curious George. Now it's the Communist Manifesto, <laughs> which they're going to open up. I have a feeling those are, are, are the kind of things they won't be allowed to read. You know, it, it reminds me sort of like in the, the post-war, like, 1950s, uh, you know, paranoia about the Reds and uh, communist spies everywhere and all that. And it's like, now we got to make sure that everybody... You know, on board with how bad communists are. I don't know. It just seems to well, me that we're, we're not in a scenario mm, where, uh, you know, communists are this like major threat everywhere. I'll push back a little bit. This is a younger generation. Some of their views on socialism and communism. I think they need to be aware of the horrors of it all. Now, at 11, your son, Dana. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. No lessons so far in any of that kind of stuff? No, not at, not that I know of anyway. No, right. like he, he was learning about the executive, the judiciary and the legislative branches of government. You yeah. Know, like for our government. And, yeah, they and, need to know how. How our government, our government works. Right. I mean, well, how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Not that it's functioning. Exactly. But. And then and then they should absolutely, I think, I don't know, what, high school? Doesn't yeah, that feel school, about right? They can when, start to understand some more concepts. But in elementary school, yeah, absolutely not. They need early. to learn the basics. Like, we just did a um, we just did a project on the planets yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think. I think high school. And then that's when you start learning about socialism, communism, fascism, uh, you know, autocracy, all that kind of stuff. They should definitely well, know TikTok, about Well, TikTok, you know, based in China. Right. I don't know. Right. Could should. there be a connection? And there, There is. What else we got going on this morning? So Florida lawmakers are working on changing the size of wine bottles 
that can be sold in the state. So big issue. Uh, I, I want to you know go over this and, and make sure you're clear on what they're what they're looking at here. The legislative attempt is going to uncork limits on wine bottle sizes. <laughs> it's barreling towards a Senate floor vote after finishing its last committee hearing with full-bodied support. <laughs> now, that's I'm not going to take credit for that. That's from Florida politics. Okay, that's that's so, Peter yeah, Shorsh and his team. Yeah, nice work. his team uh, making uh, <laughs> making a joke about it. But here's the thing: it would change the um, the size, which is limited uh, to no more than a gallon. You could have up to 15 liter bottles of wine for sale. Oh! Oh, well, th- see, I thought they were making them smaller. They want to make them bigger? Oh, yeah. We need more wine. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, I, there's like that walk of shame from folks coming out of ABC with their two, like, gallon jugs of wine. <laughs> like imagine, holding. Imagine rolling out with a cart with your, like, 15-liter bottle. It's, just to give you an idea. That's got to be so heavy, though. Exactly. Yeah. One I, liter. I don't think I could carry that. It no. sounds fantastic, but yeah. you need a couple of Sounds fantastic. <laughs> One liter is is about 2.2 pounds. And will okay. it be so, in the fridge? Because I'm trying to <laughs> Dana's got a whole party planned for this weekend. I know. I'm trying to figure out, though. Yeah, forget the box wine. Just go for the 15-liter bottle. Yeah. Well, you know, don't get mad, dog, though, whatever you do. So I think the issue here is more, it's more for commercial sales as opposed to, like, you rolling in. Is it? Well, I think there may be some interest. I've got some stress in my life. I could polish that off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's Florida. yeah, there's definitely some people who would be interested in it. But I think the idea is that, you know, some of these companies felt that they were limited on, you know, how they moved the, the volume of this stuff. But, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe we will see that on, on store shelves wow. or would that just be on the floor? We'll we'll have a just, show. We'll have a show get together. We'll get uh, 15. Uh, we'll get one of those. What is it? 15 liters. Uh, and of, we'll, of we'll wine. drink it. Yeah, during and the show. We'll drink it and we'll read uh, Karl Marx while we're doing it. <laughs> That's be, right. It'll be a good time. <laughs> Chris Trankman with today's top stories. Chris, thanks so much. Thank you. The Ryan Gorman Show on News Radio WFLA. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ryan Gorman Show and find us online at ryangormanshow.com.